To enjoy this and other great episodes on Patreon, check out the link in the description and subscribe via the Black Kluge tier for full access to over 100 exclusive episodes. For those of you who would like some QF swag on TeePublic t-shirts, magnets, mugs, what have you, also click on the link in the description. You can never tell, you can never tell your wife your, like your fantasies and your sexuality. You know, I heard Dr. Sarno on the news. Oh, did they interview him? Yeah. Oh, great. Did he sound good? Because he's such a great guy. Yeah, he sounded great. Yeah. You got to read his book, Healing Back Pain and Mind-Body Connection, Dr. John Sarno. The guy's a freaking genius. I'm not kidding you. It's really important. Everybody read that. I may need him soon. We, yeah. were, jo- we were joking on a rap show the other day about how, you you know, you're so into Dr. John Sarno that you think he can cure almost anything. Uh, pretty much, Including, yeah. like, at one point, I think you, it's anyway that he might be able to cure you from being gay. <laughs> uh, I believe he could. You said he that doesn't even once. know that he could no, do you that. You said that to yep, me once. I, I do believe This is it. something Dr. Sarno doesn't even know. Dr. Sarno doesn't even understand. So do you think that's an illness, being gay? That's the funny part. No. No, it's not an illness, but there, it, there are de- it's a deeper psychological issue than you would imagine. Because okay. you, I know people go, well, I was five years old and I was gay. Well, let me tell you something. You could be five years old and be OCD. You could be a lot of different things. Right, OCD is another thing that you feel right. Dr. Sona could cure. He cured me, but he didn't even know it. I, I put two and two together and figured it out. After the show, I do executive time. I know. I thought of you when I read this. Yeah, I go right to my office. Everyone thinks I'm in there working, but I sleep. Anyway, Macaulay... Yeah. Was on a podcast the other day. Right. Inside of you with uh, Michael Rosenbaum podcast. Oh, the Michael Rosenbaum <laughs> podcast. How do you get on that? Inside of you. I like that the podcast has a name, too. How about just like the Michael Rosenbaum show? <laughs> uh, my, my podcast is called Inside of You. And like, what do you learn on Inside of You? Well, you really get into the person, and uh, it's, it's sort of a double entendre. You know, it's like, like I'm fucking you, but I'm just inside your head <laughs> because it's exhausting. I think people wash their hands until their skin falls off yeah 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 it's it's exhausting OCD so uh and my shrink told me I don't have OCD and I said what, well, what kind of shrink are you I don't know <laughs> and he says it's not OCD I go well if that ain't OCD where I'm sitting <laughs> please and tell me what I have and, and touching my iPhone 75 times, and so nothing bad will happen to me. If that isn't OCD, what kind of fucking psychiatry are we talking about here? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of gay people. Yeah, uh, always, and there have always been, yeah. What is a gay Christmas movie? In other words, it's, it's following a couple that's gay in the movie? I read you even like shit in front of these guys. Like, like there was just like, there was no even private bathroom on this thing, right? No, I didn't. Who said that? Oh, okay. No, there was IP. There was a public. There was a bathroom that we'd use. But yeah. well, you were I'm not. I mean, there's shit in the woods, bro. What's all the problem? Right, all right. <laughs> yeah, and you know they they all they often look at it. They'll take the back end. I'll take whatever. Blah blah blah. It takes whatever the case may be. You know the mm-hmm. whole go. But, but you know, it, a lot of them just say, "Hey, uh, I'm." I'm going to actually do this to maybe I can make it good. It's like, or fuck, let me get out of this shit. Whatever. Um, One sec. Let me see if I get the, the name right here. Uh, I was thinking about like uh, Chappelle. Early on, Chappelle had to be in like two, 200 cigarettes. He's the cab driver. It's not even a, it's a shit movie. Uh, and it's not a great part, but you do what you want. You do what you can to get ahead. Uh, he was playing under like fucking Eddie Griffin in Undercover Brother, and I'm sure that galled him because Eddie Murphy. I, I I've never rated fucking Eddie Griffin as a, as a comic. I'm sorry, I find him annoying. I find him like Chris Chris. What was his name? Chris Rooker. Who, who, no, what was his name? The one that from uh, Chris. Chris Tucker. 
Chris, Chris Tucker. Sorry, Chris Brooker. What am I thinking? Um, Chris Tucker never found him funny. I hated that shtick. Other people tell you they don't think Cat Williams is funny. Um, it, it's all subjective again, but that's just my opinion. But Chappelle being so much more talented than Eddie Griffin, that had to gall him. But again, step by step, getting known first before you can come out. You know what I mean? And that's you. Sometimes you have to take the work. If you want to work in Hollywood, if you if you want to work, you'll have to work. That's the kind of the thing. There's people like Sandra Bernhard who would say no to so many projects that she pretty much knowed herself out of the business. Yeah, and that's and that's becomes a thing because um, I remember listening to uh, uh, someone ask Eddie Murphy about uh, what was the the role that he found one of his greatest and. He turned around and he says, Pluto Nash. <laughs> he said, that Pluto Nash was more me than anything else that was relative. And he goes, I mean, it's it's Hollywood. You just got to do things. <laughs> Sometimes. But, you know, do you know who I don't know if he's, they're going to mention him because it's been a long time since, since I long time since I heard this clip. You know who I found hysterically funny just by his reaction. Sometimes Martin Lawrence. I wish he hadn't have gone off. He was he was so fucking funny. I wish he hadn't have gone nuts. <laughs> I, uh, he was. I had such high hopes for him. Yeah, Mar- Martin had a uh, two two good um specials. He had his um um you so crazy, and he had run tell that he yeah. had uh, uh, really he had two good specials that that could have been bigger. But like you said, he he he's another one that uh, crazied himself out of the business. Um, and the other person, I don't know if you can, I know you're going to remember, but if not, Robin Harris, <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're talking Robin, about like, Robin was, was the, the new age of that era. He was a new age on Red Fox. He was yes. on way to, uh, to break into that older, uh, demographic comedy. Yes, it, uh, I loved him. He was so great, man. Uh, uh, he died so early, man. It, it was ridiculous. It was sad. But yeah, Robert Harris was just baby kids was his um, <laughs> it was his 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 last uh, um, skit of his stand up. And they made yeah. it to a fucking movie, which a, yeah. an, an animated movie, which was yeah. even better. It was it was hilarious. And, like, yeah, he was he was one on his way. Yeah. Yeah, totally. He might be a genius, but he throws you off when he tries to read stuff. He's one of like the top ten stand-ups ever. I think. I, that's right, Chris Rock. That's right. He's amazing at it. How about Gilbert Gottfried? <sighs> that's a tough one too. No, he's not a genius. He's not a genius. No, he's not. I a wouldn't genius. be. Oh God, we're gonna have to fucking do part part of the ways there, asshole. He was oh. a genius. I'm sorry. Oh. oh. I'm getting mad. <laughs> he was a misunderstood genius. <laughs> See, I knew it set you off. Gilbert, I mean, I mean, and, and it's it's not it's not about the material because you know a lot of times you would say it's the material. Yes, of course it's the material, and even his material was so like thought provoking too that it 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 made that audience either fucking love or what you said it was the melodic way of which he did it or when he can do it it mm-hmm. makes you a genius How, even a story about being at a teenage concert and realizing <laughs> 
that they booked you to do this knowing what kind of comedian you are. And he said, yeah, I'm going to play ball for a little bit. And then the audience didn't really want to play with what I was doing. So I said, hell, so I went into cunt jokes. And pussy and <laughs> that's a good impression, dude. Thanks. Are you even working that, on that? That was that was my first one. Actually, that was the first time I did that. Um, that's great. That's excellent. Uh, he that's that's genius. This no, just just think about all the times he was on that show and made yeah. that show hysterical. Not Howard made him hysterical. He made the show listenable. And Howard made him bad. The one. But uh, probably one or two episodes. But the one that I hated was when Howard had the genius idea of bringing him in dressed as Dracula so he could do Dracula Godfrey. Yeah, on the street. It was stupid. Yeah, and it's like you and even Gilbert said, this doesn't seem to be working right now. (laughs) Well, Howard was he was convinced the visual was going to be funnier than and he didn't care about if it was going to be funny oh. he just wanted him dressed up like because he's he loves to play dress up himself right that's all that was and so it's the same logic of i'm going to go on to the letterman show in drag and that's going to be hysterical right a comic yeah. doesn't think like that i mean i remember uncle milty and fucking you know like flip wilson geraldine and all that stuff but that was decades earlier and it wasn't particularly funny i mean it might have been funny for a split second, like for five seconds to see someone dressed in drag in the fifties. Right. But by 19 fucking 90 by, you know, mid nineties, no one gave a fuck. No one gave a fuck. The, 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 the only funny thing was like when they would have, um, uh, 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 uh Gilbert do his, uh, <laughs> he do his rabbi and he'll he'll tell her, oh, can you give us a little bit of uh, like, oh shit, Yeah, I love that. I, I love that. <laughs> Even Gilbert knew knew that he wasn't saying anything, and <laughs> he didn't speak a word in Hebrew. <laughs> yeah, it's a very Sith Caesar thing. I loved it always. Yeah. Come on, Eddie uh, Griffin. What about the no. guy who created the Simpsons? Let's say. No. No. Sam Simon. No. no. <laughs> genius. Genius. Oh, Drew Carey. No. A genius? <laughs> hey, he's got the most popular. He's got a sitcom. Uh, Tim Allen. No genius. No. Wow. I agree with all those, obviously, but those are those are you know what is a genius move by Sam Simon is getting paid for The Simpsons without ever having to do anything ever again, just because he's got a partial creator credit. Yeah, but the other thing, in 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 my my opinion is. He's saying no to Tim Allen, no to Drew Drew Carey. I would guarantee he's, if not ever seen one, or probably maybe seen one stand up of theirs. I would I would guarantee that he's never seen either one of their stand up. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and Tim Tim Allen, <clears throat> he made his bones. God, my God, he was uh, he wasn't one of the uh, original comedy store veterans or anything, but he made his bones like doing the improv, all kinds of things. I don't think I, he was a Carson discovery, but uh, he basically took his stand up and it became obviously home improvement. It became home improvement as you know, and then and then, but later parlayed into what's uh, what's second. What's that? F- what's that fucking show he did more recently? Man of the ha- not Man of the House, uh, anger management, not anger management. That was Charlie Sheen. It was something else. 
anyway, he's managed to parlay uh, a, a successful stand-up career into two successful franchises, two two TV shows franchises, and um, even though the one the latest one was sold to another network or absorbed by another network. It lasted quite a while and was reasonably successful when it had no right to be in this era. I remember also he, he kind of he parlayed it into a successful movie career as well because with the Santa Clauses and also um, being Buzz Lightyear for Toy Story. They would have I forgot. I forgot all about that. That's massive. That's been in some ways he's probably made more money off of those Santa Claus than than just about anything else. Yeah, and the Toy Stories and such. But you know, it's also um, it's. It's funny that it's, and I always go back to wrestling because that's what I do, but you know, you get a gimmick and with the gimmick, that's what puts you over. That's what sells, you know, he had the, that was his whole gimmick and that parlayed into execs coming up to him and saying, Hey, uh, we can make something for this. Last man standing was the TV show. You got it. My wife loves that show. Actually. She really, really enjoys it. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a not, I wouldn't call it genius. It's luck. It's timing. Um, it's, it's being in the right place at the right time. And, but also obviously you gotta, you gotta be there and you've got to be able to be professional and keep it going. And clearly scandal has not touched him. Remember the Pam Anderson thing? Oh, he exposed himself in front of me and that never touched him. That, and you know, he had his early stuff on that. They try to resurface with. His whole um, getting busted for coke and all that. And everybody was like, who wasn't getting busted for coke back then? Please. <laughs> that was, I think that's what kept him from getting, uh, doing any kind of serious time or whatnot. And my, <clears throat> I'm sure influence, pardon me, guys, my voice is a little fucked up while we're doing this. But um, I think at that point, it wouldn't have taken him out. Just like, do you remember Stacy Keach in the uh, late 80s? He got busted, I think, in London for coke possession. And uh, it kind of ended his career for a while. Yeah, and they actually came back. One of the um, speaking of uh, stand-ups, um, one of uh, one of my favorite shows was he was playing a father on the series, and he was hilarious. Titus was the was mm-hmm. the show. It only ran for like two seasons, but as the father uh, 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 on that show, he was fantastic. I, I loved him for that. Great actor. No. No. Ray Romano. <laughs> no. See, the word genius is, everyone's a genius nowadays. There's very few real geniuses in the field of show business. People of vision, people who understand that the norm is wrong. An original. That there's an All original. Right. I, I got it. You see, and this is why I'm saying his taste in comedy is just like his taste in music where he only knows hits. He only knows mainstream stuff. He wouldn't really know these individuals if they, you know, if you watch the HBO uh, half-hour specials or uh, uh, Comedy Central presents, he would never watch that. So he would have never known any of these kind of guys coming up, and he'll only know once they break into mainstream. And this right. Is why his whole assessment of who's a genius and who's not is diluted. Yeah, it's it's erroneous to start with because he doesn't have a comedy background. He took a Robert Klein album in the early days and played it as a demo. Like he decided on in the early, like uh, Hartford days, even I think, and Briarcliff Manor, he decided I'm going to just play Robert Klein records and get use a bit from that as an audition or something else. And 
right. He told Robert Klein this. Robert Klein was in studio. He said, if it wasn't for you, I might not have a career. And I'm like, okay, Robert Klein is yeah, absolutely. But did he know that it was funny or was he just kind of throwing shit against the wall? I believe it's the latter. Right, exactly. I ask outside of comedy. Is Oprah a genius? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. She's a likable person. That's a bunch not of genius? Yentes Nobody else No. No. She must be some kind of genius because she's worth more than probably three times his value. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, you could you could say what you want, but business-wise, you know, when you get to a certain level from where she came from, what it is. Listen, you know, everybody could say you know, she ripped off the Donahue thing, which she did. And, you know, more power to it. He ripped off, you know, countless individuals in, in radio as well. But mm-hmm. he, he labels himself a genius for that, isn't he? Right. So, yeah, well, yeah, but he, he's an original. She isn't. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> that's, that's right. How about Lauren Michaels? Lauren Michaels? <laughs> no. Of course not. No. See that one's that one's tough because he he did he navigated a first successful first run of five years of Saturday Night Live, then he went away, then he came back and really wasn't successful immediately. But then he nailed it with he got lucky with an amazing run near the late '80s and into the early to mid '90s, and then got a little cold, blew a little cold again, but then started getting hotter again by the turn of the century as well. So he's had at least three incarnations, maybe four, of a successful show, and it's still going. I don't well, know if that's a genius, but it's clearly successful. Well, the genius part about it was he, he took what was improv in a certain way, said, you know, we're going to develop it in a certain way as a variety show slash sketch show. Mm-hmm. When uh, at that time, the mid the mid-70s, they weren't really looking for that. They weren't going to no. do that. But they put it in such a late time. They put it at yeah. the out. They did. I'm, I'm, I know this because I'm actually listening to the book now of, of Saturday Night Live. And um, the way that he formulated the not ready for t- uh, primetime players was very genius in a certain way. Although he, you know, he pieced everybody from the groundlings, from uh, uh, SCTV and that kind of area and such to put them all together. It would never say that it w- it was going to be you know magical that it was an easy pickings, and right, right like I said he went had, he had a streak where it went down and it was one pick that lit Saturday Night Live back up and put it back to new heights and that one pick in the mid eighties was Eddie Murphy, and that's but what, that was but that wasn't him that was Gene Dominion or. Um, the fella that uh, took it over before her. I can't remember. Uh, either way, he came back in the mid-80s with, he tried again, uh, Lauren took it over, because he was five years out of the show by then. Right, right, he was gone. Right, 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 right. Yeah, you're right. He was gone. But then afterwards, it came with, um, uh, you, you got, you know, like you said, the, the late 80s, early 90s, you had that role with Spade, uh, Sandler. Uh, they, they, they all started um Putting it together and at the end of the day Regardless of what you say The sketches are the ones that get on And he's the one that gets them on And he's the one that has to prove it And this is how the show is recognizable Right, so even if he's not a, a genius Like stand-up, obviously Because he's right. never said anything funny He might be a genius producer Right I mean, not with movies His track record with movies is horrendously bad But 
one a cursory look at its pat and there's all that's all you need <laughs> Stewart saves his family we're just gonna go and just put this as a movie <laughs> that's a good impression Michelangelo maybe what about the Rowan and Martin no no <laughs> no George Slaughter's more of a genius than Rowan and Martin then I was gonna ask about him what about him that's it listen I, I'm not like these people go, oh, this one's a genius. That one's a genius. What about that woman who started the con- what, M- Mitzi Mindy? Mitzi Shore? Whatever no. No. Did you say Robin Williams? I no. said him. He's not a genius. Now. Really? No. I know you're going to take that one to task. Now, that one, that, I, I, I have to remember that I, I'm listening to an idiot. So I'm just like, <laughs> I can't, take too, I can't too, take too many things seriously when it comes to that. Well, with with Robin, it's it's it's. We talked about it a little bit already. I think um, Robin's genius sort of derived from his speed. He he created he created a style of comedy, or he enhanced a style of comedy that otherwise you would have seen only through like Jonathan Winters. He was super fast. Uh, he absorbed things. He stole material. Obviously, great actor. We discussed this, but. I recently I went to a comedy show and I saw a guy who was clearly influenced by uh, Robin Williams, but completely unfunny. Mm. And it was the sh- it was the shtick that I go that's not just not a style that I like. But the thing is, it wasn't just me; almost nobody liked it. Yeah, uh, Robin was the mainstream Jackie. <laughs> this is what you're saying. I, he was fast. He stole from other people. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's the most, he's the most successful Jackie. That's what it was. I guess so. But this guy was the, the worst part was there was a headliner and this guy was the opener, but they're both from Australia. No one wanted to talk to him after the show. <laughs> the headliner, she was, she was getting all kinds of people coming up to her say, hey, you know, whatever, how, what, how do you, you know, welcome here and da, 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 da. And that guy felt so bad for him. But then I thought, you know what, when you get that stank on you, no one wants that on their on themselves when they're unfortunately, when you, when you, uh, they, everybody loves you when you're up, not so much when you're down. I'm the first flying gag rider. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's crazy. What about Bob Euchre? No. All right. Is Jack Nicholson a genius? Yes. Is I'll tell you who in acting is a genius. Robert De Niro a genius? Yes. Is Pacino. Yes. Al Pacino? Yes. Ugh. Ugh. He's playing the same guy over and Doesn't over. Doesn't matter. He's good at it. Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks has to be genius. Is not a genius. Ah! He is not a genius. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could make this one visual for you guys. In wrestling, this will be called a tap out. I'm, I'm, I gotta go. I, this is this. It, all right. Okay. So, okay. All right. Acting is tricky because at the end of the day, it's always it. Editing and direction makes you look great, you know. And I, and of course, you know, you have to have charisma. Of course, you have to have. Uh, a way to to get sell the character, what have you? Fine, I get that. But there's also a, a, a element to it in which actors become so part of what you're watching that you forget who they are, and that there is that charisma and genius about that. I, for the longest time, I would have thought that Forrest Gump was real. <laughs> I would have said to hit that that person. Mm-hmm. But, you know, once again, his perception of individuals, he'll say De Niro because De Niro's a legend. He'll say Pacino 
And he'll and he'll say he's a legend. He'll say it because he's a legend. And mind you, they're not wrong when they're saying that Pacino's basically playing Pacino, especially when he's playing bad representations of fucking of of uh, of himself or, or ethnic people or people of net ethnicity. I I yeah. it, that that is always bothersome. But uh, Hanks, uh, you know what? His his Oscars must tell a different tale then. Well, the the funny thing is, I thought Tom Hanks was in some ways better in other films of his own than like Forrest Gump. Gump to me was okay. You got you got the Oscar for playing a retard. Let's be honest. People well, fell in love with they that. fell in love with the movie. The movie won him that Oscar. His performance to me was I was indifferent. Um, and then Philadelphia AIDS got him <laughs> the award. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was excuse me. It was a high profile. Uh, a list star taking a risk being possibly getting typecast because of a film where no, a lot of guys would not play a gay man in the early 90s for risk of their career. It was ballsy for him in that situation. Again, not a great film, but the subject matter was crucial to him getting a nomination. But I think he was way better in films like uh, Big. I think Big was a phenomenal performance. I think um, not Punchline. That was awful. I think even in Splash, Splash was was an amazing bit of uh, uh, bit of theater. There, he That's really uh, great in Bachelor Party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, he was he he. Uh, you know, there, there's a, there's other films of his that are actually half decent. Um, but but either way. You're right. The, with Howard, it's like the default stuff. You say if, if if somebody has a couple of Oscars, they must be a genius. Well, no, no, not necessarily. If in acting wise, I'd say like Kate Blanchett, I put her up there. Phenomenal listen, talent. If you're gonna if you're gonna listen, you're gonna characterize Tom Hanks because he got Oscars for uh, AIDS, playing uh, uh, a slow person, and surviving a tragic plane crash, then. Okay, I, 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 I'll take that. But if you do want to see him in a really good movie, a really good performance from him is Road, uh, Road to Perdition. That's a great movie that he was in. That was um, the Sam Mendes film. I remember that one was touted for a lot of Oscars and it didn't seem to catch on. But uh, <laughs> uh, that was uh, that was pretty... They, they, the Terminal was in the one I never saw. And apparently, I, I don't know if it was good or not, but uh, I did see that one. What was it called? Larry... Larry Miller, not Larry Miller. I'm thinking that's a comic, isn't it? Um, hold on. What's that, that one? The, that's the recent one? Yeah, with um, Julia Roberts, Tom Hanks. Hold on. Larry Crown. Larry Crown. Okay, that's it. Oh, okay, yeah. That's the most, the most recent one, yeah. Not recent, but I mean, 19... 2011? Oh, which one of them I did? Uh... <clears throat> thinking about is the um oh the man a man called Otto. that's the one i was thinking about yeah saving private ryan i forgot about catch me yeah, if you can it. he was great in that mm -hmm. green mile and that's the other thing too like with him is like we saw his humble beginnings from like bosom buddies and yeah playing the, um i believe it was the uncle and uh family ties which that was he did awesome in that that was a great role um, that that's a that's a tremendous performance and really heavy for a sitcom back then. Right, exactly. That was fantastic. That wasn't that the hour uh, special where the, the uncle passed away, and no, oh, the no. one the one the, the hour special was his friend was drunk, killed in a car accident, a drunk driver or something like that. 
That's what it was. <clears throat> yeah. That one was um that one was phenomenal for Michael J. Fox. I think he did win an Emmy for that. Yeah, I think he had an Emmy for that one, right? But yeah, uh, yeah but for, for anyway, Tommy, yeah, that's the anyway. The bottom line is like, uh, like with it's all subjective. Of, I guess people can go, you know, well, the, what's how, what's a genius about acting? Well, try it. Try it sometimes. Try to be somebody else. And I remember there's uh-huh. a great story. I think it was it wasn't Burt Reynolds. I can't remember who it was. I think it might, might have been Brian Dennehy who said, you know, there's two types of acting. There's, you know, you can build all this stuff around you and create this character, or whatever, but it's still just it's basically a fucking building. Or you can strip away what makes you what you are and try to get to the the depths of something in your inside you, and really, you're you're not acting. You're actually being you, but it's more brilliant in its own way. And it's more raw. And he said, but, you know, both are both are equally impressive, but not everybody can do both. Yeah, it's it's um, and for anybody besides Howard, you know, because, you know, he, he, he had his he had his fill of film. He, he did. He did his one and done. And that was it. Hey, I, I don't have to do anymore. I, he couldn't even play himself. So, <laughs> so he's really going to sit there and critique someone else because of. of OK, how right, he yeah. You do that. Yeah. Wait. Philadelphia, Forrest Gump. Good, good actor, but not a genius. Jimmy Can't Stewart. Outcast. No. Or Castaway, whatever that no. stupid movie's called. No, not a genius. Jimmy Stewart. No. Oh. <laughs> Meryl Hoffman. Streep. No. <laughs> Jessica Lange. <laughs> no. Jessica Lange. Jessica Catherine Lange. Hepburn. No. No. She was Julia Roberts. Is there is there any female comedian you'd call a genius? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. And you could have at least throw Joan Rivers a bone. Jesus. Shit. Mom, mom's Mabley. Mom's Mabley, maybe. Jesus. But like I said, these are individuals that he's not. He's never. He's never seen their stand-up. Or if it came across that they were on Carson for that for that. Three to five minutes. That's all. That's all he would know. Carol Burnett was a fucking genius. I, Lucy, don't care what you say, Lucy. Yep. Uh, Lucille, Lucille Ball. Jesse Arnaz was a fucking genius and a business genius. Yeah, exactly. That's that. That company still runs on the low that nobody knows about. Desi Lu Productions is tied to the CBS, and it's still yep. it's still functioning. Yep. Pretty amazing. <laughs> no. Lily Tomlin was not funny. Did you say Pryor was a genius? Yes, yes he yeah. did. Um, Any of the see, way? my list means something because Gene not everybody Hackman. gets it. Yes. Uh, Marlon Brando. No. What? <laughs> we should just shut it down. I'm telling you right now, I'm calling for the ref. Ref, it's over. <laughs> it's over. Get me out of this. Get me out. Of, I'm, I'm hitting my leg, ref. Get me out of this. <laughs> he lifted his hand three times. That's it. Even in his, even in bad movies, Brando was fucking great in them. Okay, mean, Say- Sayonara was fantastic. Uh, B- Burn was a shitty film, but it, he was fantastic in it. Reflections in a Golden Eye, The Young Lions, uh, fucking tr- like every uh, uh, Streetcar Named Desire. You know, like that the film adaptation. As good as the uh, the the play was, the film was genius. Yeah. I'll even take his later work. Even the island of Dr. Moreau, I was like, <laughs> captivating in that. 
Jesus. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> he, was, he looked like a roadie for a fat roadie for nine inch nails in that. <laughs> oh man. I thought he was gonna say like uh clear waters was <laughs> it um uh, oh my god, I couldn't even get the name of uh Clearance Clearwater, whatever the name of that band is. Oh, Creed's Clearwater Revival. Clearwater Revival or something like that. I, I thought you were going to say like Insane Clown Posse. Well, no, I mean, with the cornstarch and shit. No, I was thinking like Apocalypse Now. That's funny. Apocalypse Now, which is touted as such a great film. Like, I enjoy it. I don't think it's a, a perfect film. I think it's uh, an experience. I think it's just, it's really important. But I don't think it's better than, say, The Deer Hunter. Right. No. Yeah. Definitely. Deer, Deer Hunter is the the more obvious um, choice for, in that in that genre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but Brando, who he was overweight, he was told to slim down. He was told to read the script. He went in. He didn't read the fucking script, and he still, you know, he still was mesmerizing on screen. Yeah. I um. I, I guess he his 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 thought process, and I'm talking about Wiggy, is just. It's it's true. It's true. MPD. It's true. Narcissism. It's true. Narcissism. It is. I think so. Wow. Oh, come on. What's that guy's name? Spencer Tracy. No. Lawrence Humphrey Olivier. Humphrey Bogart. No. Lawrence Olivier. <laughs> no. Lawrence Olivier. No. No. Get out of here. Jerry no. Lewis. Jerry Lewis. For no. Him. Orson Welles. No. Whatever Wait. anybody says about Jerry Lewis, Jerry Lewis was some kind of genius. And, it's, and I was about to say they they breeze by that one really fast. I'm like, really? Jerry might have been a dick, but I don't know that like, you got you got to just let it slide with him not being a genius. This guy was this guy did not go to school. Pro, like he was a, he was a failure in school. Ended up teaching a class on film production at U um, USC. Hmm. And because he did everything basically on his own. He literally said in between, there's a great interview from when he was doing damn Yankees backstage. I think it was meant to be some kind of, it might've been, uh, it might've been, uh, filmed for the purposes of his own autobiography. I don't remember at the time, but it's about four parts. It's probably each episode is about 30 minutes or so. And he goes into great detail about everything. And he says, my dad taught me everything. He was way more talented. I took what he gave me and I just, it just I was, I was determined to be more successful than he was. He didn't want to. And then he said, um, um, like that, that when he, in between takes or whatever, he would, whenever there was a time to, to like, lo, like, uh, what do you call it, lay back? He would go to the camera operator operator's room. He'd go to the editing room and find out how shit worked. He'd ask questions. He said, I had the best fucking teachers were all those people I worked with at the studio. Oh. And then they became my crew. And then <laughs> I had to like, every year there were retirement parties like crazy. And they were all 20 years older than me. They were the best teachers I could have had. Yeah, Ch- and uh, Chaplin did did that as well. Charlie Chaplin did the same thing when he came to America and he learned about um, um, moving images, film. He did the same thing. Yep, yep. He called himself a genius, but he Which, himself was not a genius. Which we should be suspicious of. Right. <laughs> Never listen to a guy who calls himself a genius except me. There's no one else who called me a genius. Charlie Chaplin? No. Oh. No. Chaplin was without a doubt a genius. He was a, a, a child fucking asshole and a philanderer and uh, uh, a bit of a, a bit of a, a kook, but genius. I think this is what it, this is. This is another thing. Plays. When it's something that he doesn't understand, he doesn't get. He just 
push he pushes it aside and just says nope not a genius not, he doesn't he doesn't know it all he doesn't know anything and i think there's also a bit of jealousy because he's universally hailed as a genius so he's think he's being like countercultural or he's going to be some kind of rebel if he says no they aren't it's perfectly fine to accept that even someone you don't like has some kind of genius aspect to them um i think uh, it's short-sighted and it's just it's born out of narcissism and jealousy yeah i this it, it's, it's I'm la- I'm 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 happy that Artie's not really in this conversation because I know a lot of shit he's probably sitting there going this guy's out of his fucking mind. <laughs> like, yeah. 100%. And I think because it's the year it is, again guys, 2003 early March or late March, uh Artie's not as comfortable taking him on as he will be in the future. Right. In fact, he never said anything. <laughs> he was a dummy. It's a big dummy. Very quiet man. All right, enough of this. <laughs> Nicole, what is it? Hank, I'm sorry. What can we do for you? Oh, hi. Good morning. I wanted to ask Howard a couple of if he thinks a couple of people I think are geniuses are. All right. Go ahead. Oh, hi, Howard. Good morning. Hi, it's Nicole. Do you think Madonna's a genius? No. Okay, how about Rodney Dangerfield? Oh, I forgot. Hold on. There was a time, I forgot. What, as a matter of fact, I believe it was the, it was an argument that he had early on. It was in the mid-90s with Stuttering John. I remember this clearly. In that, in that conversation, he spoke about how Madonna was a genius because what Madonna did in uh, the startup of her career was that she would walk around the city, uh, uh, New York City, and watch and speak to homeless people, to anybody in the village and such. And that's how she pieced together her look, her style, and her music. He called her a genius in 90. And now, nah, not so much. I don't remember this, but what, what was the context of what they were talking about? Because it couldn't have been just Madonna. No, it was it was it was about you know stuttering John and his um uh uh, uh he was basically it, it was when he was trying to get the book deal and all that stuff and how he was trying to get over when they were trying to do the traveling, um, uh, Stern show, friends of the, friends of the Howard Stern show right, right from with Ron Delsner, who put it together. So it was around that time when he was having that conversation. Interesting because yeah, he, he's flip flop on Madonna and Madonna was, um, savvy enough or her, her management team was savvy enough to know that the image had to go along with each new album. But right. I remember because I was talking to Sam a little bit about how the popularity of Taylor Swift kind of has taken me by surprise. Like I really didn't think she was as popular as she is. And, uh, and I asked, well, what's the big thing? It's like, well, in the, in the, in the sea of, you know, profound x-rated singers and really like slutty fucking performers you know like cardi b and you know all these all these you know um uh megan megan the stallion you know all these artists that are kind of dirty there's a a a crying need for like more or less wholesome entertainers that are just like madonna used to be kind of poppy now that didn't mean she was always that way but in the early days like lucky star and then later on with like you know friggin um uh not who's that girl but um you know uh, like a prayer that was controversial but it wasn't as much sexual as it was you know uh good hooks like pop hooks yeah with with with, with the 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 Tay-Tay army and such it's yeah it's very uh clean vanilla but it's also 
uh, relatable because you know she's a megastar, but she also hates her ex boyfriends, and she always writes songs about this. So she she draws a big audience with that. And yeah, uh, it, it's funny that the people that he considers not geniuses, he'll sure enough get them on the show or beg to get them on the show, and will lather their ass as consider them geniuses. I because so. you know, remember, Conan O'Brien became his most favorite conversation of all time, and he's a genius. And we we were talking about that right at the uh, right like the last bit of what we recorded of this before we pick this up again. And I was reading through the whole thing, and I looked up the story because you said like there's the updated uh, version of the late show, the late shift, right. um, or the late night, the late show wars. You know the the um, the the I can't remember the name of the author, but uh, but either way, um, so the the late shift, sorry, the Bill something, I can't remember his name, but uh, and Conan's way of handling the whole Tonight Show thing uh, at the time it was fascinating because Lena was painted as such a villain, but it really, if you look at the whole um, the whole timeline of how it happened. NBC were really the stupid ones and Conan was stupid and his manager was stupid for not getting certain things on paper uh, and not uh, knowing their worth. Uh, I was li- It's a fascinating tale. If you look at it really through and through, he kind of fucked himself over with uh, pushing in terms of public appeal and pushing this agenda like, get rid of, get rid of Leno. And I'm no huge Leno fan, but... Leno was middle of the road. Like he, he, he wanted those middle of the road Carson viewers and Letterman and Conan both didn't. Yeah. And, um, it, cost, and it cost them. Bill Carter is the author of the, the late shift. And, uh, you got it. You got it. and, um, yeah, it, when, when you, when, when you, you go back and you, you look at it, he never got Conan never got the guarantees because he believed in the handshake. He thought, okay, he's going to be, he'll be gone in five. And, I'll I'll get the seat, and and like you said, his team didn't really um, get those guarantees, and, and Jay found a way again to screw somebody over. But he didn't screw anybody over. He literally offered. He said, "Look, if he's not working out, I I offer myself again." He should have had, in my opinion, more pride and said, "You guys want me gone? I'm getting the fuck out of here." But don't you dare ask me back. Well, when the when the ten o'clock spot didn't work. Uh, and they went, the executives went, um, well, we, we don't want to lose him. Like they didn't really, you know, even though it wasn't work, they really didn't want to lose him. They didn't, they didn't give Conan the right setup for him. So he, he, he had, well, Conan had three months without Leno's show to establish himself. And that's not enough time in my that's opinion. Not no, that's not. But. He, he can't say it was because of Leno. It was mostly because, in my opinion, likability. Like he was going after a younger audience, and he was doing well with that for a while. But then slowly, the, he didn't realize Ferguson was eating into his appeal. And in the end, your co- it is show business, and you're costing NBC all these kind of advertising dollars. And really, that's all it's about. Do they get the money? And um, when uh, so basically, at the end of it. He had it written into his contract that he would get forty million as a buyout, and Jay Leno had one hundred and fifty million as a buyout on paper. Right. And uh, anyway, well, this is a whole other uh, sub subtopic, but I find it fascinating. Whenever we get into a Carson thing, we'll we'll get we'll get further down this rabbit hole. Uh, we make it make it its, its own episode. It might be fascinating. Yeah. Not Rodney. No. Oh, come no. On. 
He's a brilliant comedian. Uh, brilliant uh, comedian, but... No. Oh, boy, Nathan Lane? No. Cher? No, no. Uh, Lounge singer. All right. All right. Hi, Pichero. She's not in a league with me and Mel and... Lounge oh, lizard. Is no, no, no. Huh? No. Okay. How about Hi, Pichero? Oh, come on. Nah, Don't right. be silly. Don't waste my time. What about Robert Blake? Come on. Robert Duval. Bobby Duval? Yeah. Yes. Jimmy Kahn. likes him. It's because yeah. he likes him. That's what it is, because you like him. Sometimes you have to take a... There's certain rappers that are out there, and I don't like their music, but I get it. I can understand where their appeal is and that they're actually creative and they do certain things. And I can see, I can see what it is with them. He right. is just like, no, anybody who I like, yep, they're geniuses. I like them, yep. Well, the, but then there's also, like, producers. Like, you might not like that sound, but right. you can't deny that they created something that is extremely successful. Right. So. No. No. I don't even know about Robert Duvall. <laughs> yes. That's a, uh, Robert Duvall is Robert, a genius. Why would you say that? Good actor. Because I know. I know I want to see one. Good actor does not make you genius. No, he's a genius. Fully realized. Fully Just watch realized. the great, great Santini and you'll see his genius. <laughs> Fuck off. That's the only movie he could ever reference with him. Any other time, any other movie, he wouldn't even know Robert Duvall was in it. That's the only one he could go with, Great Santini. Which, why? Because maybe he kind of, you know, relates to it a little bit. Maybe. Maybe. But not, not you know, Tender Mercies. He's not going to watch The Apostle. He's not going to watch, again, Apocalypse Now. One great movie that I love Robert Duvall in, Falling Down with, Mike, with Michael Douglas. Loved him in phenomenal, that. Phenomenal. Phenomenal performance. Phenomenal film. Underrated film. Very much. Jesus Christ, that 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 line at the end to the police commissioner. Fuck you, Captain So So. Fuck you very much. <laughs> it's a great movie, and it's it's just a pity that it was directed by Joel Schumacher, who's a legendary like fucking Hollywood dick dick fucking dirtbag. Right. But uh, that was that film was yeah, I, I could watch that any day. Uh, one role. Sometimes that's all it takes. George C. Scott. No. How about uh, very close, but no. <laughs> All right, that's enough. Yes, yeah, so correct. Patton, <laughs> like that alone. His late, his last work that I that he was in before he passed, when he did the when they did the remake of Twelve Angry Men, he was fantastic in that. Phenomenal. He there's I don't know if the production was filmed, but he did Death of a Salesman. He played Willie Loman on Broadway, and you oh. know, in, in in and apparently it was just like. It was hard. Like people were fucking in tears watching it. Close to it, but not a genius. Yeah. <laughs> Can one genius disagree with another? Because no. I think Steve Martin, who you recognize as a genius, thinks like Jerry Lewis is a genius. I don't he's care what not, he thinks. He's not, and he's not so smart. He's not. Joseph, you're on the air. Yeah, I just got two more names for you. How about Christopher Walken? No. That's Fuck off. Walken is untouchable. That one was good. I knew that one was gonna get you. <laughs> that the, I and I watched. I rewatched the Deer Hunter while I was on vacation, and that that ending scene, like the the Russian roulette scenes, obviously, but that ending scene when you see him sort of remember like wh what you know what his life was, whatever, and he's just breaking down, 
and then he just gives himself up to the the now and his reality and his the 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 feudal, feudalism of what he's the sorry the feudalism Jesus the futility of what what you know what's to come of uh, getting out of there and leaving uh, Vietnam for for what he's got nothing there for him and it it's so fucking heartbreaking never mind that there were never any documented cases where Vietnam soldiers were sorry US soldiers were captured and put into these fucking cages and stuff it doesn't matter it's a film it's like whiplash it doesn't matter if it's real jazz or not it's the subject matter there it's the setting they've decided this is the film for it. And that that's what we want for the film. And Christopher Walken in so many good movies, he was so fucking, he was phenomenal. He was just a phenomenal actor and Annie Hall. He was so funny. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. He sold, he, he sold his versatility. And so even in, in a, in a Sandler movie and click, I liked him in it. It was like, he's easy. You can't say that he, I, I don't know it, 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 how he how he does it again with with my uh, with me having to reach for the blood pressure medication. He's done it again. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> okay, that's it. Thank All right, thank you. All right, it's so enough of my discussion about who is a genius. I know a lot of people have been hurt. A lot of people try to get on the list. I Denzel can't believe Washington? Tom Hanks is not on the list. Denzel Washington, no, no. Good actor, good director, but no, not a genius. From what I remember, all you said yes to was you and Richard Pryor. No, no, and no. Steve Martin. Oh, Steve Martin. Eddie Murphy. Oh, Eddie Murphy, yeah. Comedically. Oh, oh, Comedic. oh Kevin Spacey. No. no. <laughs> you like this. <laughs> I, you know what? This is our list. <laughs> Who's a genius? <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. Martin Scorsese. No. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Raging Bull and Goodfellas, two absolute, like, perfect films. If that's all that Scorsese did, he'd be considered a genius filmmaker. I, I, once again, he goes into this, and I bet you, you said Martin Scorsese, he, the name came up to him. He's heard the name, but he wouldn't even know what movies he did. Like he would, it wouldn't nope. even, it wouldn't even enter his his mind to believe which one, what, what movies he, he was behind. Right. Um, there's, there's just, he's just, the, the jury's already out. Like he, they've already come back with a, no, not guilt. Like the, this get like not guilty. He's a genius. He's absolutely one of the best directors of all time. John Ford is a genius. Oh, I, 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 he wouldn't, you would, you would bring that up to him. He wouldn't even know who that is. He'd think it was Henry Ford. <laughs> <laughs> Fucker. Coppola. George Lucas. Francis Ford Coppola. Let, let me do one at a time. Francis right. Ford Coppola, Coppola. Is, is a genius. George Lucas. He would only say that because he likes the Godfather movies. That's it. You're right. You can actually trace a line to what is his reasoning. Yeah. No. Get out. <laughs> no. How about this? Come on, just for the first. <laughs> what, Lucas? <laughs> Lucas. The Come man. On, Jar Jar Binks. The man. Wait, wait. Regardless of that, the man created a. <laughs> <laughs> universe a universe so did howard <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, you know what you're right yeah, okay well i mean like he's also responsible for i'm sorry for howard the duck hey 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 that, that's a very underrated cult favorite <laughs> hey and radio land murders Hey, that was the first time I've ever seen I, i've ever seen on um, duck tits so that that day you can't you can't knock i can't knock that well, look, I mean, and look, and let's, and, and Scorsese's done, you know, fucking calling, calling out the dead, um, sorry, bringing out the dead. And, um, what was that one? Um, God, 
New York, New York, both like really okay. like missteps. Star Wars alone. No. How about yes. Albert Einstein? You know what? Yes. I'll give him that. <laughs> In the field of science, yes. Yeah. Never made anybody laugh. But... I never got laid a lot. <laughs> Damn it. Red Fox. Red Fox is not a genius. Very funny guy. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> if I played some Red Fox now, people would be laughing their asses off. And if it was no Red Fox, you not you never see Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, Chris Rock. Run them, run them all down. They don't exist without Red Fox. Red Fox would go on stage without any material and just Nothing. work on the crowd and will make the shit fucking hilarious. Not many, not many, if any, if any comedians ever could do that. That's just, that's, once again, he'll only know him from Sanford, his son. He wouldn't know him for anything else. Nothing else. <laughs> Hold on. I just got a couple, I got a, a little bit of red Fox here. Let me see if I can find the right one here. Uh, okay. Let's see. Uh, says a fella came home unexpected and his, he found his neighbor with his wife and they were kissing he killed both of them and he told his friend he said well it could be worse Joe it could be worse he said how could it be worse he said two people are dead two people are dead and I'm going to electric chair he said well it could be worse because if you'd have came Thursday instead of Friday you'd have gotten me there <laughs> 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 oh fuck! I played some for Len. He loved it. I, he was just—he was so fucking funny, like without, like effortlessly funny. And I know that Eddie Murphy did that Dolomite film for—I think was it Netflix? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, it was a Netflix film. And that was a good film. Like it was decent, but it was like a Red Fox film would have been an absolute like. Maybe Eddie's not old enough to play Red Fox, and that's the problem. Yeah, but we could do like 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 Red did. Red was only forty something years old when he did Sanford. So he played a he played a man in his sixties. Unbelievable, yeah. And I remember that story I already told about uh, Quincy Jones because he said, uh, "I remember, you, you know, I love I love that Sanford and some Sanford and Son theme." And he goes, 20 minutes." <laughs> that's Red Fox called me. Said he goes, "Quince, I need <laughs> I need a song for the show." <laughs> that's how long it took for him to compose it and put it together. Um, that Quincy Jones is a genius. Oh, definitely, please. That whole the whole Motown and everything, it it's just it's it's pure genius. Like yep. I told you, he's a yeah. The Bob Einstein uh, was Bob Einstein, right? The the Super yep. Dave guy. You got has it. Greatest stories of Red Fox. I, yeah, like, I love that one. On Jerry on Jerry's show. I thought it was yeah. hilarious. Yeah, dogs that had human heads. They were big pimples that had human heads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me go back here. Mom's Mabley. No. <laughs> Funny gal. She's the closest anyone's ever come in terms of a woman. To being genius. To being genius. Plenty. <laughs> we've already, we've already, we've exhausted. If there was a bell of a saying, a bell for every time we wanted to say fuck you, the bell well, would be a massive rust. Yeah, it'll, it'll look like the Liberty Bell because they're being cracked by now. <laughs> Eastwood. A genius? No. He's Dirty Harry. Ernie Kovacs. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Once again, you're just you're stereotyping him with the whole Dirty Harry thing. As right. a director, he's done phenomenal films. Incredible. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. 
<laughs> I forgot what room I'm listening. I forgot what room I'm listening to. All these um, Mensa fucking people. All right. <laughs> you, look, get it right. It's Mensa. Mensa. <laughs> I'm Mensa. Oh, by the way, did you get the latest um, uh, blind item? No, I didn't see it. No. G- give me one sec. I'll I'll sh- I'll send it to you right now. So apparently, uh, Jim just sent me a uh, Fillmore just sent me a a, a blind item. And, um, wow, this is pretty interesting. Uh, it reads, the former radio sidekick to this permanent A-list host got fired from his teaching job because he was drunk and, wait a minute, he was drunk? No. <laughs> he was drunk and making homophobic slurs. Wow. Really? Hmm. Wonder who Wonder that? <laughs> if only you stuttered during the reading, you might have given it away. Blind item, please. That 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 blind item is twenty twenty vision. What are you What are you talking about? It's like, yeah, it has, wow. it has beer goggles. Exactly. Puns. Now, I, now it's it's from Enti, and I don't know where he gets his stuttering John dirt from, but uh, and it's 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 rare for him to even mention stuttering John at this point but uh, and we don't know how true it is but it wouldn't surprise me at all except that um school does start pretty soon um and if he's not working uh maybe he has enough people back on his patreon i don't know if he's still regularly doing shows i know that he's doing the rounds on other people's shows most notably kc he has him back on for a show or he was kc was advertising he's going to be on again right so all right, since since we're in this world, this this realm of genius, and we're listening to this dull these dullards on here, who would you consider to have, let's say, to be a genius, but would have a very high uh, intellect, a high IQ in, in in that in that in that universe, in the Stern world? Yes, uh, I I would say Artie's aptitude is very high, even though his schooling was limited, and he himself spoke quite you know he spoke he spoke very the language of the people. Let's call it what it is. But I'd say if you tested Artie's IQ, it'd be pretty high. Yeah, I mean you could say that because uh, look at Quentin Tarantino. He he basically dropped out like in ninth grade or something like that, and apparently he's like one seventy two or something like that in his IQ. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Uh, and we know that IQ is not the be all and end all guys, but we're saying like, you know, the, the aptitude for being extremely smart. Um, I would say uh, seemingly Fred, but you know, uh, Kimmel has always said that just because you remember shit doesn't mean that you're smart. Well, remember, remembering information, retaining information, that's, and then, <laughs> and then, and then spouting it off and understanding what that information means does mean you're smart, Jimmy. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. Um, I, 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 as much as I would hate to admit this, but I would think Benji is, 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 is high on that as well. Possibly, we don't know what what kind of uh, again his schooling, but then and then Jackie, who apparently was uh, he graduated, he was a was he was it in uh, chemical engineering or something? Uh, mecha- mechanical engineering. Mechanical engineering. So I mean, there's a certain amount of. And and he's well, not business savvy, obviously. Otherwise, he still wouldn't be, uh, you know, he and wouldn't I'm be gonna, where he is right now. But not I'm, that I'm shitting on Jackie. I'm sure he's happier where he is. But um, I think um, Benji went to an Ivy League. So I think he went to um, not Ivy League, but he went to a, a, he went to I believe he went to Penn State. 
I believe. And where does Penn State range on the? I know Penn State in terms of athletics, it, it seems to rank very highly. But what's it's an elite school? Yeah, no, it's up there. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, okay. Uh, uh, Jackie went to uh, Michigan State, so they were, you know, in this world of um, B BU graduates, <laughs> general studies. Yeah, like, you know. I mean, honestly. Yeah, he went to Penn State. Definitely. Yeah, he went to Penn State University. I remember um, we had a, a, a QF fan write in and about um, when the the line that uh, Tracy said about Bowie, you fucking Adelphi graduate, as if it was something bad. And I remember Deborah telling me and this person telling me as well, it's not a bad school. It's not great. It's not shitty. It's not. It's just okay. Like it it didn't get any worse over the years. It didn't get any better. It's just it's it's thoroughly mediocre. Um, so it's not, there's no insult in, in that, like when in Canada, we, we used to say there's, there's a couple of universities, um, and that are like the high school down the street. Uh, I can't remember which ones at the time, but when you, you know, you get, you get crayons for your exams, you, you know, that you get, they make you take a lunchbox to school. It's, it's, it, 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 they're just jokes in terms of the faculties, but in, in terms of, uh, the reputation, uh, internationally, but not, I'm sorry, nationally, yeah. but, um, you know, like that's in any, in any country, that's the same thing. You've got ones that are top what about you is there anybody else you'd think would you think buckwald is some kind of genius i don't think so um i to be honest i was actually shocked that will scored that high in the iq test he scored mm-hmm. a 130 i was i was pretty shocked that says a lot um i uh, i don't i i don't really see anybody you know you know what my uh, my sleeper pick underdog wise i would think richard christie I would think that he would, he's actually smarter than, um, that IQ really, um, played off. I actually think he's actually more brighter and especially being a musician. I think that he's actually, he's actually, uh, has more than intellect. Well, the only person, the only, the only person I was thinking of that could possibly be up there is Elliot, Elliot often. (laughs) <laughs> his 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 choice of language might lead you to believe and the fact that he successfully scammed so many companies indicates some kind of intelligence um anyway uh, you know but it certainly wouldn't be robin it would not be you know um any of the people working there now jason kaplan actually might be a smart cookie i know his iq test did not indicate really that much but he he might have a bit of savvy there somehow right i by the way gary before he went to adelphi he went to a school in long island called bosey's and that was basically 13th grade (laughs) yeah it's like a trade school okay and you know that's why if you want to learn photography you go there and it's like a one semester kind of thing and you get like certified or something of that magnitude so <laughs> it wasn't that somebody said, yeah, you might want to go to, to a real college and not go to Bosey's. I never, I never knew. I'll have to look this up. Yes. You'd say Ernie Kovacs. Yes. Because well, he's an innovator. Interesting. He's an innovator. He's an innovator. I don't even think Ernie Kovacs was that funny, but he's an innovator. He's an innovator. About Lenny Bruce, then. I said he was a genius. Yes. And he said he came before Mort Saul. That's why Mort is not a genius. Mort was a genius of ripping off uh, Lenny. Not even ripping him off. He was... He was his own, Mort Saul's real good. So, so is there a female actress that you consider a genius? Let me think. You'd have to mention one. Yes, Tracy Ullman. No. 
<laughs> like, like, you know, Greta Garbo or... Uh, Mary Mark. McCormick. Who <laughs> spread for me like margarine on the set of Private Parts. That's why she's a genius. Uh, God bless her. There had to be something to, to, to put in her fucking drink to make that happen. Jesus. Yeah, like a fucking chloroform, perhaps. I mean... <laughs> God, it's awful thinking about that. No. Betty Davis. No. If you're going to call Al Pacino a genius, then Betty Davis is no. a genius. No. Betty Davis was a genius actress. There's no well, question. I, this is this is what I'm saying. I said he, he he's he's out of his mind. He really is. He's it, it is he's 79. Guys, guys, please just take take this all with a grain of salt. <laughs> we got to put this- <laughs> we got to put a disclaimer. Just take all this, but remember, we were dealing with a 79 here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I, su- I suppose we should just throw this episode out, but you know what? We're not going <laughs> to. We're not going to. How do you know? Jesus. Vinny Favali, go ahead. Yeah, what about Sinatra? No. Sinatra. Not Elvis? No. Oh, he hates Elvis. No. Really? Not a genius. Sinatra was not a genius. You're losing credibility by How about Sinatra. I'm losing credibility. Wait, everyone in show business calls everyone a genius. I'm telling you who the real genius are. You want music? The Beatles. We're genius. Of course. But there's a bit there's the safest the biggest bunt you could do is say the Beatles. Now that, I will say Elvis and Sinatra were not geniuses in any sense because they really they didn't write their own songs, but they were incredible interpretive artists. They could take any song and just own it. Yeah. And of course, once again. Because he was a fan, he's going to say the Beatles. Right. Geniuses. Not all of them. The Stones. John Lennon. <laughs> and Paul McCartney. The Stones. Paul McCartney and Stones, Stones, yes. The Who? I'm talking we about Keith now. Richards and Mick Jagger. The Who? No. Bob Dylan? No. Bob Dylan, no. Bob Dylan. No. Clapton? No. 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 Meanwhile, he's a big Cream fan, but Clapton's not a genius, right? Clapton is not... <laughs> Listen, I listen. I, I he could shit on Clapton only once. I, I I fucking can't stand that piece of shit. Listen, I I but to, to, once again, I can still say, not a genius. Gee, I, I I don't know. We'll have to agree when we get Len on for this. We'll both <laughs> Len and I have an idea of putting this podcast together. This person is shit because, and, <laughs> and we'll just have a series of shitting on people, and actually, uh, it'll be copyright that. Like that's actually a good name of a show. <laughs> right. And Eric Clapton's definitely on the list. And yes, one of the main reasons he killed his fucking son for a hit song. But um oh, uh, I, <laughs> come on. <laughs> uh, too soon. Too soon, everybody. Too soon. <laughs> you know, Jeff Beck didn't have to push his kid off a balcony. Uh <laughs> come on. Neil uh, Young, though. Neil Young is a genius. Leslie oh. West? No. Brilliant guitarist. That other guy that he worships was a genius, I guess. Oh, uh, uh, um, Sting? Ozzy Osbourne. Sting is not a genius. Ozzy Osbourne? What about Ozzy? No. James Taylor? No. Led Zeppelin? No. <laughs> you wouldn't know that from the Robert Planter interview where he exactly. held his tongue firmly up his colon. Yeah, exactly. I said, years later, that, that all changed. Better believe it. You can't tell me Come Jimmy on, Page is not a genius. No. Good guitar player. Get out of here. He's not a genius. Paul Simon? <laughs> Paul Simon's a genius. <laughs> Paul Simon's an asshole. What? He's a useless piece of shit. What? Out of... You... <laughs> wow. Okay. I, 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 this is, yeah, yeah. Tell that to the people who invested in Cape Man. 
Well, <laughs> you know, like, Paul Simon, uh, if you read the stories about him with Graceland and there, especially that follow up, the rhythm of the saints, never mind that he ripped off Los Los Lobos on Graceland and, and stole one of their tracks outright and said, go ahead, sue me, see what happens. And then, uh, the rhythm of the saints and Miriam McKeever, he, sorry, no, that was actually Michael Jackson ripped off Miriam McKeever with the whole mama say mama sa mama kusa. So, but he, like, there's so many like tribal musicians that fucking that, that he ripped off for those two albums specifically that, uh, I've, I've never had any respect for him after that. I'm waiting to hear if they say Prince and I want to hear what he says. All right, let's keep going. Oh, wait, wait, let's, let's make a bet. If he, they, if they mention Prince, will he say he's a genius? I think he will, because at this point he's still not, you know, turn on the fucking lights at the concert. <laughs> Howard yet. I think he will because like I said, bad dance. <laughs> <laughs> but because he likes them. But. Right. No. No. You're not. Frustrating. How about the dudes from I'm Metallica? Metallica? They're geniuses. <laughs> They're geniuses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. God. They're 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 somewhere giving TED talks for their genius. Come on. You better make sure to say that Metallica is our geniuses because Lars will come and, and beat you in the head like my drums. <laughs> that's a pretty good that's a combination of Paul Stanley and Lars Ulrich. Those <laughs> <laughs> are musical geniuses. There you go. How could you argue with that? Oh funny. Of course. Well, are, are you giving them credit Eddie, for Eddie Van Halen, the old Van Halen? Eddie Van Halen. The original Van Halen. The original Eddie Van Halen. The one that's alive now is not a genius. He lost. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Eddie Van Halen's a genius, but Clapton isn't. They've been put neck and neck as musical geniuses, neck and neck. Well, Clapton, early Clapton was very influential, and, and there was a lot of people that there was, I mean, that whole fucking Clapton is God shit. There's loads of people still think he's worth a, a toss. But, um, but, uh, and then Jack Bruce, of course, who, <laughs> you know, legendarily crotchety old man and stuff. But again, most people will hold all the music aficionados will hold him up as one of the best, if not the best of all time. Uh, and Ginger, Ginger Baker as well. So, uh, musician wise, but I love when Jeff Beck, passed and he got all the credits he should have gotten he it was they, it was because he was that good within musician circles he was revered yeah i um i always love the story of when uh hendrix played in uh in london and clapton heard him for the first time that he cried for a half hour because he didn't want to follow him <laughs> yeah i would i would i might have as well i mean fuck um and leslie west had a great story of um playing with jamming with Hendrix somewhere and uh, he, that he, they, he had a little bit like, uh, he was friendly with him actually. And they, it's, there's a picture somewhere, but it's not a, I don't think anybody recorded it. He said when I was, he told me there was a great riff on our first record and he goes, I could have lived with that for years. That just that compliment from him, uh, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yep. So I lost it in a bottle. What about Vinny, is David Letterman a genius? No, absolutely. <laughs> All, right. All right. I gotta go. We gotta take a break. It was fascinating. Not too many geniuses in the so, acting category. Yeah, not one female actress. No, isn't that sad? Not one female actress. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad. The one has not risen to the top yet. Some you can give me Catherine Hepburn. No. 
Sammy Hepburn was just... But Betty Davis. Betty Davis. Joan Crawford, Betty Davis, those were great. Yeah. Who are you going to tell me? Nobody Halle Berry? Can touch them. Oh, please. Ne who are you going to tell me? Uh, uh, Nicole Kidman? Please. Meryl Streep is How a genius. How about Glenn Close? Now, there's genius. No, Meryl Streep is better than Glenn Close. Glenn, I know Meryl Streep is better than Glenn Close, but Glenn Close, who's a dog, actually made herself attractive. She's such a good actress. For she's a good magician. <laughs> Why don't you think of Meryl Streep? That's, cause no, but she's a brilliant actress, but she's not a genius. Sophie's Choice? Give me a break. What, 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 wait, he, she's a brilliant actress, but she's not a genius. It's, I, I, I don't know. In my, when I hear that, I'm going, wow, that's kind of genius to me. But, well, a genius actor, are they like a genius meaning can they do anything? Right. Are they, in, when it comes to that, when it comes to that, that, that level of performance, whether that, that sorry, that, that, that art, let's, that art form. Now, it's true. He's right in the sense that, that they, they throw the word around too often right. when it should go to people who write literature. It should go to painters. It should go to uh, classical musicians. But some people have a hard time labeling rock bands geniuses for, or guitarists geniuses but i mean it, composition is the key so can a rap artist be a genius i believe so i i do because oh. I, they're they're writers and uh there's a can few it, that can can a dancer be a genius like interpretive jazz like ballet dancers famously like barishnikov or uh fucking <clears throat> what's his name um Narayev, are they Karen? Karen Kane, can they be considered geniuses in their field? Right, and, and it's it, that's what I'm saying. Like the, you're right that the, the he mentioned it's 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 not a word that should be thrown around often for everything, mm -hmm. but it's 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 if you hear like a word brilliant for someone, you'll think okay, then it's you're you're that person is on that kind of level of genius. I don't know. Well, I mean, like when we say guitarist, everybody goes to the rock guitarist, but no one mentions Joe Pass. They don't mention fucking Paco de Lucia. They don't mention, um, you know, Django Reinhardt, all these people that, you know, real, like real, real musicians, not just jazz musicians will say, oh my God, they fucking, they're, they're, they're brilliant. They're just they're You can't say they're not geniuses. Frank Zappa, you know, John, John McLaughlin, um, when you go into like a drummer, Sheila E is a phenomenal from comes from phenomenal drumming family, pop Siscobedo, uh, and, and like just, uh, fuck Mavis Staples, genius singer. Like I said, it, it, he's, like I said, we've been sitting here for the longest and I think we just got numb to the fact that <laughs> whatever, it's like, whatever's flying out his mouth, his mouth has made us a little bit, um, it's like we've been on <laughs> anesthesia for a while. Like shell, shell shock. Yeah. You know what we are? We are that guy in the beginning of Saving Private Ryan when the boat landing thing, when the first bullet hits and he, right. it goes right through his head. That's us. Oh, when when when, when Hanks is in the in the bunker and the bomb goes off and all he hears is the ringing and that's that's what it is right now for me. Yep, we'll play a little bit more, guys. Hey. I've never seen it. Oh, you're crazy. Give me a break. Del Carter. <laughs> All right, what? You didn't see Sophie's Choice? No, I won't watch it. One of the most incredible performances ever put on film. Not a genius. What you got to choose in that movie? <laughs> uh, one of her kids. All right, we got to take a break. I'm sorry that a lot of people have been hurt by this. Oh, God, I could... But uh, the word genius is thrown around Hollywood a little too much. And so this should Did stop you, now. Yeah, this should just cut it out. When, <laughs> uh, yesterday I blew my stack on the air when I heard 
Uh, Christina Applegate is a genius of comedy. <laughs> I mean, I went berserk when Gwyneth Paltrow said that on the air. I couldn't believe my ears. Did you comment on Andy Kaufman? Oh, you didn't. We I didn't did not. No one asked me about Andy Kaufman. Is Andy a genius? Yes. Chris Farley? No. He said no to him no. already. Andy Kaufman was every bit the genius. Andy Kaufman was shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm saying it here. I hated his fucking shtick. To me, he would, that when they said, when Richie Wilson said he's like Andy Kaufman, I'm like, I love Richie, but, you know, they're, Andy wasn't a genius, and Benji certainly is not a genius. I'm sorry. I, I, it's one of that, once again, I'm going to do anti whatever it's usually done, and I'm going to be looked at as, as, a pioneer for it and i think that's what andy was actually just lot good to me that's all he that's all he was <laughs> anything else he was I've, jim carrey <laughs> yeah anything else i've seen that he does besides you know wrestling and having a feud with jerry lawler uh he was just Latka. i i never i never got it never understood it and i still didn't see the, any genius in it never yeah, I didn't either. Being like uh, just just being uh, uh, like obnoxious for the sake of what? Like to get a reaction, and then what? Nothing. So as a social experiment, okay, fine, but you're not going to call it brilliant. Is it different? Is it ballsy? Maybe. I don't think that's genius, though. Yeah, I think like you know, uh, you know, with him doing the Mighty Mouse theme and. Uh, when he had the talk show, when he, that, I actually thought it was pretty funny though. When he, he had a talk show and he had the, the host desk about 10 feet higher than the, than the, the guest, I, I thought, yeah. uh, but it wasn't, it wasn't like groundbreaking or anything for me. No. And Jim Carrey did not honor him in that movie. You don't think so? No. I don't think the movie was great. I thought, I thought he was, was great terrible. though. No. How about Ron Howard? As a director, no. Carson. As Opie, he was a genius. Johnny Carson. Carson Daly. No, Johnny Carson. <laughs> no. Springsteen. No. I was surprised that you didn't think Dylan was a genius. No. But if you thought Paul Simon was, I'm not even sure Dylan's a singer. <laughs> Oliver Stone is. How about no. Jimi Hendrix? Yeah. Genius, genius, genius. Oh. How Three about... times the genius I am. How about Frank Zappa? No. <laughs> Jesus, I know a lot of people that would just fucking destroy him just for that alone. That one, that one broke um Fred's heart. That one broke his heart because Fred, Fred is a big Frank Zappa fan. He's huge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I love a lot of Zappa. And it, it took me a long time to get really into the right because I had, <clears throat> I had one friend I'll never forget. This guy was a complete dipshit, so I should never should have listened to him to begin with. But he goes, listen. I go, I don't know anything about Zappa. I was like 15 years old. And <clears throat> this guy's about, I don't know, 22, 23. And I figured he knew what he was talking about. So he goes, listen, uh, going to bring in a Zappa album for you, Joe's Garage. And if you don't like that, then you don't like Zappa. I listened to it, didn't like it because there was, it was way too much of bullshit on there that I really still to this day don't like <clears throat> because he didn't know what my, what I appreciate. And so I found, I did my own little deep dives later on, made my own playlist and I found loads of good Zappa, but that was not the one to give me. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like hot rats is a phenomenal. It's mostly all instrumental. It's a phenomenal album by any stretch. 
Because I was listening, wasn't that album like more? It sounded, it sounded like something from like uh, like the Muppets or something when I. Heard <laughs> well, yeah, that that central scrutinizer bullshit. But if you listen to Apostrophe, Overnight Sensation, the classic like early seventies Zappa, we're only into for the money, the the late sixties stuff. It was it was the Mothers. It was great. Weasels rip my flesh. I love that fucking fucking album. Anyway, um, but uh, he's he's an asshole and he's being a dick to Frank's memory. Who Frank was very good to the Howard Stern show. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. He was a loudmouth. <laughs> oh, come on. You don't think he was a great musician? No. Any of those early rock? He was good, but he just was not a genius. Yeah, how about Chuck Berry or... No. Uh, Buddy Holly or Buddy Chuck Berry? Holly. No. Elvis? Oh, fucking idiot. Buddy Holly was a genius. Stevie Wonder was a genius. Those albums, those 70s albums in such a succession, no, no one, there's no one with a record like that outside of Prince. He didn't answer it yet. I was waiting for him because they, they asked him again. I'm, they asked him Stevie Wonder again. Okay. Wonder? We said, no. What? Stevie Wonder? Stevie Wonder. Fuck all. I'm telling you. <laughs> Fuck all. Fuck all. He's. It, it, uh, if all Stevie Wonder ever put out was songs in the key of life, he'd be considered a genius today. He's a 79. He's a 79. He's a 79. <laughs> I have to keep. About pounding that into my head. <laughs> if you if you played if you told him, look, what about Isaac Hayes, Hot Butter Soul? What do you think of that? He goes, uh, uh f- no, no, <laughs> fuck you. He doesn't listen to it. No, there's not a genius. Stevie Wonder is a genius. Oh yeah, oh. but you just said no. No, someone else said no. Oh. They didn't I, ask- okay, I take it back. How are yeah. you okay for that one? I was like, oh, you got saved. <laughs> Me, I'm a genius. I would know. I thought that was your voice. Stevie Wonder is a genius. Ray Charles. No. Not Michael genius. Jackson. No. <laughs> Little Richard. No. Scott Einzinger. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He is a genius. I'll tell you why. <laughs> he figured out to sit and watch me and take my show. <laughs> that's, that's brilliant. <laughs> and, and disguise himself as a friend. Michael Jackson. It's always been a debate about that, and I always thought that Quincy was the, the man behind that machine, and we saw what happened after that uh, relationship got a little tattered. We sure did. Right. But as a performer, as an entertainer, isn't there some kind of genius quality to that? Uh, as a performer, yes. As a singer, or as an interpreter of songs, yes. I don't know how good he was as a songwriter because a lot of his greatest songs were all co-writes. Right. Like P- PYT, how much of that is fucking James Ingram? Right. You know, uh, and Quincy. And Quincy was had a hand in not just the song selection, but also the order of the songs. I just learned recently that one of my favorite Michael Jackson songs, Human Nature, wasn't his song. Right. It was actually taken from Toto. I was like, wow. You got it. Oh. And so, like, without these extra, like, without, you know, uh, there's a great video on YouTube comparing uh, uh, Diana Ross' State of Independence and uh, Hall & Oates' uh, I Can't Go For That, um, those two songs, how they became Billie Jean. Like, it, like you, 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 if you listen to the, whatever that, the, the beat, the, the, they slowed down the Diana Ross song and it becomes the baseline for Billie Jean, which is maybe my second favorite uh michael's song but back in the day that was the jam if you wanted to get people dancing you played that fucking song mm-hmm. yeah by the way and I, then don't I, stop I, don't stop till you get enough that fucking brilliant jam 
Well, and that, that's been a debate, a debate that a friend of my a friend and I always have, which was the better album, Thriller or Off the Wall. We've often had that uh, that that debate. It's hard. It's hard to debate with uh, Thriller being the winner, just because I mean it, it sold so many more records. But is it a better album? I still think it is because it's not as dated as Off the Wall. Off the Wall still has a little too much. The production still. It's not as ageless. You know what I mean? It shows its age more. Yeah. It, uh, had, it, it, only one song on that album didn't um didn't didn't uh, wasn't released as a single on Thriller album. And then uh, the, with the bad album, which was like clearly they were doing their best to try to replicate it, and it was and there's some good songs on there, but it wasn't even as close to as good as Thriller. Yeah, no, no, definitely not. No, yeah. Sheep in wolf's clothing. Dear. Yeah, okay. He got one over me, and if I'm a genius, he must be brilliant. <laughs> he must be a super genius. Willie Nelson. He innovated an idea. I'll tell you that. Take my stuff. Well, no, a lot of people had done that already. How about, like, uh, Mickey Mantle? Are there geniuses in sports? No. Michael Jordan. Here, I'll give you a name of a guy who's a genius. All right. And you're going to debate this all day. James Brown. Yeah, you're right I, about I that. that one. Musical genius. You are right Willie about Nelson? That. No. For country? No. Willie is a genius. His interpretive and also his songwriting. He made so many hits for people that he didn't even, they weren't even his songs and he made them hits for others. And was like really like one of the early days of country crossover that became like uh, mainstream. Uh, big time. Big time. Yeah. You know, it, it, it opened like for even Kenny Rogers and, and Dolly to even get recognized. Big time and redheaded stranger, uh, and then uh, shotgun Willie, two fucking classic albums like way back in the day that just shot him, you know. And I loved, I hate, I, I hate to hate to bring it back to like way old country because there's some newer country artists I don't mind, but Char uh, Charlie Pride, I loved, still Pride. love, yeah, Charlie Pride, phenomenal. How about Rocky Sylvester Stallone? <laughs> no. <laughs> The man wrote a brilliant oh. script and carried around Once. under his arm for right. 10 years. And let me tell you something. Once sometimes is enough. But he is not a genius. Eminem. He had a moment. No. <laughs> no. Come on. You didn't see Fist? <laughs> <laughs> Cobra? We're not, we're not going to put him on that plateau. Cobra was... What was it? Uh, over the top? Come on. I'm wrestling? Come on. A lockup. Hey, hey, hey! Like, like Donald Sutherland had a great uh, performance on that in that movie. And if I'm not mistaken, Sonny Landham plays one of the 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 bad guys in the prison. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, it's true. Fuck. <laughs> How about Prince? Genius. Oh, he was. <laughs> he still is. How can you lose genius? He is a genius. <laughs> How about Jimi Hendrix? Uh, he just I said that. Genius, you did. Genius, genius. I said genius. Cubed. Yeah. Wow. Aerosmith. <laughs> no. Ooh, but you know, brilliant. Great band. Pete Townsend. No. Hey, no. no. How could he be a genius? He can't even figure out how to hide his porno on, <laughs> on, his, on his internet. Proof positive. There was one that slipped past, but I, I, I give it to him because it was early on. But I think right now he should get the genius award. Uh, Eminem, he said. And I'm like, yeah, he's got it. He's got to get it. 
Um, he, he certainly, uh, he certainly stamped, uh, like his own imprint in hip hop and actually saved it for some, I would say like it was at a time when it was getting kind of, kind of, you know, they were running out of icons and he became one almost, uh, instantly. And was it cause he was white or because he had talent? I think it was cause he had talent ultimately. Yeah. And it, even in production, like just the production of it alone was, uh, was something else. Now he mentioned about Pete Townsend, Pete Townsend, phenomenal fucking songwriter. And, um, and even his solo stuff, some of it's brilliant. So I, I think he's a genius. Just the, just the songwriting ability was was phenomenal. Just underrated. And then with uh, John Entwistle in the band, a great songwriter in a band with a, an even better songwriter. That's his his shitty luck to be in uh, with a, a great guitarist uh, and a phenomenal bassist as well. DC DC. <clears throat> no. Lonnie Hanover. Yes. Ah, get out of here. Let's not demean. We're trying to straighten out the genius category. Well, what about what about sports? Is Mark McGuire a genius? No. No. How can you be a genius? Michael Jordan? There was no genius in, in sports. sports. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is once again betraying the fact that he couldn't swing a bat, shoot a ball, catch a ball, know what one looked like if it was aimed at his head. Um and in sports, they're like if anybody who thinks Jordan is not a genius, look at the 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 change in in Jordan over the years and what he added to his game, not just the strength, but the fucking that 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 fadeaway jumper of his, that um, is almost like it, unbelievable. Like with the way he he changed to become that elite at athlete that he is. I I I take it as um, he doesn't know it. He doesn't know sports. He knows he knows nothing about it. It it will be just it, it it could be a vagina in front of him. He wouldn't know anything about it. <laughs> Bobby Orr, fucking Maradona, Messi. Yeah, if it was an asshole, oh, he'll he'd be all over it. He'll know exactly what it is. But it's 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 yeah. sports is a vagina. He would, he if it was it. a male asshole, he could draw it from memory with and, and with picture picture perfect accuracy. Sorry, what's that? It'll be like a police sketch artist. You'll know exactly the details. Got better. It'll be like Rembrandt's rough, tra- <laughs> rough drawings. I'll tell you who was a genius. That's athletic sports. ability, isn't it? It's different. Roger, there are guys who are great athletes, no, but, but they're not geniuses. Well, There's one guy that was a genius, genius, but somebody who's got a great mind, like an athlete would have a great body that he no. can make do. There are people who are tall and have all the, the physical attributes and can't do. What about Lanny Poffo? <laughs> The genius himself? <laughs> Come on. The name speaks for itself, sir. Who else wrote yeah. and put it on a Frisbee and threw it to the crowd so that they could partake in his poetry? Who else? <laughs> yeah. You got it. Anyway, guys, we're going to leave that one right there. It's probably going to be a two-parter because we got we have literally hours of this particular episode that was only 30 minutes long, but I have to sift through. So it's probably going to be two-parter. So any closing thoughts, sir? Any geniuses out there you want to give a shout-out to? Shout out to, uh, and, and this is what recently I've been going down uh, and listening and finding out on like the TikToks and uh, and uh, uh, Instagram reels and stuff like that. Shout out to the genius uh, and the hip hop producing. There's many, many producers out there who were able to find samples from older tracks, be it from rock, from soul, and mesh them together and tweak them and slow them down, increase the speed, and even stack on and stack and stack different beats on top of each other to make classic, classic hip-hop music. Shout out to those geniuses who do that. Dr. Dre, DJ Premier, Havoc, those guys. It's, it, 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 that, it's a, that's a very, very genius quality if you have that ear for music. 
And you have to you have to have that collection. You have to have been a music lover to be able to put all that together. And yeah. we're talking not just crates of vinyl, but spending your days going to those old shops, getting shit and listening to it like top to bottom. And there's a couple of websites where they'll tell you exactly what samples are used and what songs and, you know, and how many songs and stuff. And, and it doesn't mean that, for example, funky drummer isn't a bad, isn't a good song. It just means it was, you know, that's, that's just a drum beat. But if there's some sound, whatever that they decided would be perfect, they had to know that as a kid, originally loving the record to think of it later on to use it in a future uh song definitely definitely so shout out to those guys yeah anyway thank you sir for helping me finish this one i'm glad be glad when this one comes out there because i know a lot of people are going to question it and they're going to come up with their own genius examples and that's what we're calling you the qfers we're calling out you we want you to tell us who you think is a genius you are not going to get shit on um at all not in the comments uh you might get a little well he might tease you a little bit but but uh, generally no we want to hear what you think of his stupidity and uh and and things that he might have said that you agreed with and you guys who listen to QF, you guys are geniuses because you're doing the smart thing and you are subscribing and being a part of our show. You better believe it. Anyway, take care, guys. We love you. We love you all. I'm no genius. Goodbye, my sweet loves. People are coming to the house. My wife is upstairs crying. I think you should tell your godfather what everybody else seems to know. <laughs> I, I want all inquiries, man. <laughs> I want no acts of vengeance. I want you to call all the heads of the five families. Oh, no. <laughs> to 